Tuesday, November 4, the 309th day of 2020. There are 57 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Who will be beginning a new term as president in January? Still don't know. We'll talk about it, try to drill down on it, see what it's looking like. Plus, we'll play a round of You Pick Trivia. Have some fun today. We've got that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Trying to get settled back into my spot over here. Trying to get your nest made over there. <laughs> yeah. uh, you and I are aware that being sometimes being an HR manager stinks, right? Yeah. Human resources mm-hmm. sometimes stinks. I mean, literally. Uh, have you ever had to <laughs> tell an employee that uh, they be thumping? Um. Not necessarily. 31% of human resources managers have spoken to an employee about his or her unpleasant body odor. I mean, I've had to touch on other subjects. <laughs> it's no fun. No, it's, it's not. It's no fun. I have, I've had to do it twice and uh, it's uh, had mixed results. <laughs> Your the, results the may pride, vary. Pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger, fortune cheese of Hero Wang's arch nemesis, and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm well. I'm more interested in your stories. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah. One took it pretty well. One didn't show up the next day. So, I think I've heard that. I'm, yeah, you have. I'm batting five. It was we before, it was before your it. time. Yeah, it was. Uh, so I'm batting 500 <laughs> on it. And, uh, so maybe you all will have a better bat- batting average than, uh, than I will. How was your trip to the polls yesterday, Misty? Quick. Yeah, it was quick. It, it was a steady flow of people in and out. Yeah. Um, Listen, there's one poll worker. She is serious business. And every time I see her at the poll, it's like having that substitute teacher come in <laughs> that you know. Mm. She don't business. take. She don't take no crap. Mm-hmm. No. no. No guff. So she was like, I'm going to need you to go ahead and move on up. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I am. Knees to chest right now. Knees <laughs> to chest. I am not paying attention. I told you the National Guard was going to be working the polls. She's <laughs> four foot three of, of some. Must wow. have gotten the, yeah. drill, the drill sergeant she was involved yeah. yesterday. She, she was I was uh, I, I, I was a little disappointed. Um, in, we'll talk about the process and the election season, and we're, I guess we're still in it because until we know who the president <laughs> is going to be come January, there's still some uh, uncertainty. But the biggest lament I have for the whole thing so far is that I didn't get a sticker. I voted, but I didn't get I didn't get a sticker because I did absentee. Oh, I did not use my sticker yesterday, so you can have mine. And so, well, I mean, I, you you earned yours. You need sure. to have yours to yeah. to stay in your in your library. But that that's the flawed part of the absentee process mm. is that you don't get that satisfaction of slapping that sticker on there. And yeah. so, I just have to get my own stickers, I guess, if I if I do absentee anymore. I'd never absenteed before. Well, now you have. How did it feel? Now I have. Uh, it actually was pretty nice because yes. I didn't have to worry Amen. about going yesterday. Mm-hmm. But I ended up having to go to a polling place, even <laughs> well, though I had 
done absentee. Yeah, well, so. that's, that's on you. <laughs> well. Uh, ele- election day wasn't always a thing, by the way. Uh, in our country, we used to allow uh, states to have their elections whatever day they wanted to, even federal elections, so long as they had them resolved by mid-December. Why was is election day held on Tuesday? It's because it uh, nobody wants to upset church and the church process on the weekends. And then historically, the markets were open. So, you know, uh, my grandparents used to talk about going to town. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't go to town on Thursdays because mm-hmm. things were closed on Thursdays because they had longer, busier days on Wednesdays. And so markets were open on Wednesdays, so they nestled it in there and said, Tuesdays is where it will be. And then also parts of the country, you know, Saturday is the Sabbath, or it's observed as the Sabbath, so sundown on, you know, sundown to sundown. So they've just, it found its way into Tuesdays because that seemed to, to check the most number of boxes. Well, let's be honest. None of us can get our act together on a Monday anyway. That's right. right? You can't do it. You get to Wednesday and we've already checked out. Right. The first woman to run for president was Victoria Woodhull in 1872. Good for you. Although the suffragists didn't win, she sure did uh, shatter glass ceilings. New Zealand was actually the first country to allow women to vote. Uh, Ohio's constitution really does say no idiot can vote. Got some violation of the Constitution yesterday, I'm pretty sure. I missed the idiot test to to be able to exclude It was drafted in 1802. It really does say no idiot or insane person shall be entitled to the privileges of an elector in Ohio. Uh, uh, Women vote at a higher rate than men. I thought this was great. Astronauts can vote from space. Good for you. And so we did. Yes. I did see the process of one of the ladies mm-hmm. who are on the currently on the International Space Station. They were did a news story about how she's able to cast her vote. They can't exactly mail one to her, mm-hmm. at least via the USPS. Mr. McFeely doesn't deliver to the International Space Station. Wow. In Australia, people are fined if they don't vote. And a big percentage of Americans say voting is part of being a good citizen. Of course mm-hmm. it is. And a record number of people voted yesterday. Wow. Uh, we'll get to uh, the results yesterday. Uh, warm, sunny day today. Clouds will increase overnight. Just wait till next Tuesday. I think 78 is the high on Tuesday. Warming trend starting today through early next week when the next round of rain comes through. So uh, should be nice. It'll be a throwback to September. Uh, mostly sunny, 72 today. Increasing clouds 50 tonight, partly sunny, and 68 for tomorrow. Anybody know who the president? <laughs> who won? President Trump knows who it is. Kanye conceded. Just uh, for your electoral oh, math, if you've if you're on your big board, if you're figuring out who who's winning the electoral votes from various states, uh, Kanye tweeted, "Well, Kanye 2024. That's all. Well." Kanye 2024. I so do like he, the word well. He says he's going to run again next year, but realizes he came up just a tad short. Well, he got 10,000 votes in, in Tennessee, which is another reason why we should oh, be concerned yeah. with our oh, southern neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, you know, we may know a lot more later this evening um, on the, both both Biden and Trump still have a path to victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was interesting to watch last night. The president got off to a pretty good start. Uh, Florida was a big, big, big splash in the bucket. Uh, the president had to have Florida. 
And it looks like, I think, when all's said and done, Georgia is going to go the president's way. I think North Carolina is going to end up going the president's way. And I think Pennsylvania is going to go the president's way. But he's going to have to have, then, either Michigan or Wisconsin. He doesn't have to have both, but he's going to need one or the other. He wouldn't necessarily have to have uh, Nevada, but he's going to need, of course, uh, uh, Alaska. But yesterday I told you, keep your eye on Arizona. Mm -hmm. Arizona changes the path a great deal because it's not a huge number of votes, but it's a substantial enough number of votes that all of a sudden your formula starts to look different. And so 11 electoral votes from Arizona uh, by Fox News and others are saying going to Biden. Uh, it The reason we talked about it yesterday specifically is because it's a migrating district. Maricopa County specifically is becoming more urban, and there are a lot more retirees. So when you're retiring to a warmer climate, you got two mm -hmm. options. If you can't stand the humidity, you go to Arizona. If you if you don't mind the humidity, then and you like the coast more, then you go to Florida. That's really where that influence is coming in. But here's the other thing: we talked about Jeff Flake and the John McCain factor. The way that President Trump, you know, Hillary did very well in Arizona, but it was still a red state, and all they needed was a little push to turn blue. And I said, keep an eye on that because it will, it may come back to haunt him. So by losing Arizona, you must have Pennsylvania. You absolutely have to have Pennsylvania because it would be net nine. You've lost 11 in Arizona. You would gain nine in Pennsylvania and then still have to run the upper Midwest, at least one of those, to have a chance to stay in it. So both have a path um, to victory, and we won't know maybe till tonight and maybe not until tomorrow. Because uh, it may come down to how Pennsylvania goes. That 20 votes, whatever side of the ledger it ends up on, may big may make for a big splash. Uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, uh, I don't know how long he'll – I think he will be the, the majority leader come January. But Kentucky did decide, according to his words, to keep their front row seat in the Senate. And um, I kind of wonder what's next for Amy McGrath. I thought that as well last night. Will she can will she continue pursuing a political path? You know, she'd uh, been defeated in, in the congressional race. Mm -hmm. um, you know, lost uh, couldn't couldn't unseat mm -hmm. Andy Barr in the sixth district there, and now she's taken on. Um, if the if the Republicans lose, if the Republicans lose the White House, Mitch McConnell will be the most important Republican in the country. Uh, some would say he already is, but. Uh, it will confirm, you know, his leadership and his service and power in Washington, D.C. If the White House is lost, uh, I don't, um, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen with with her. Uh, she's got options. Uh, by the way, I would like to thank her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we appreciate your infusion. <laughs> <clears throat> Of cash flow into the Commonwealth, all media markets. That's a ninety million dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you look back at the source of the dollars into that race for her, it might be one of our greatest exports. <laughs> if you if you figure the state's economy, and you 
Yeah. No. She's a tourist attraction herself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Come meet Amy McGrath. <laughs> Have, what did McConnell spend on his campaign? About the same. Okay. It was a lot. Say, was, was hers the largest financial campaign ever spent? Um, there is a chance that that Lindsey Graham race was a little more expensive but than I mean, the Kentucky, Kentucky race. Oh, in Kentucky, absolutely. Without a doubt. They yeah. just get more and more expensive. But yeah. uh, anyway, um, here at home, the uh, Litchfield City Council race, none of these races are decided, by the way. We won't know in Grayson County. They don't have to be certified to the Secretary of State until Friday, pending the outcome of the election. But it looks like to four incumbent Litchfield City Council members, uh, well, three who are currently on the council, one former council person, uh, get back in. There is there is still a mathematical possibility that that order can change by Friday. Not likely, but it is certainly a possibility. If you're watching, you can see them listed in order. You can read about them at K105.com. Uh, also locally, uh, Congressman Brett Guthrie easily um, handily wins over uh, Hank Linderman in Grayson County, 96, uh, 9,610 votes. I didn't realize until recently that Congressman Guthrie was once voted the nicest member of Congress. Oh, yeah. I so, mean, I, I that doesn't surprise me, right. but I didn't know it was official. Yeah. I didn't realize he had gotten a T-shirt, and he was in the book that yeah. said, you're the nicest person of Congress. Yeah, it's his superlative. I, it's, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Um, State Senate, Steve Meredith won easily. Um Samara Heverin won easily with 86% of the vote. These are local. The Clarkson and Caneyville City Commission races were um, foregone conclusions because there were uh, there were no opponents. The incumbent Democratic Constable David Strader was um, unseated by Republican Bill Dalton, according to this story, uh, 73.1% to 26.9%. And, of course, you know, the president carried Grayson County in the state. You know, Kentucky was the first state to be called for the president mm-hmm. uh, last night. So I was watching, and it says the, they were waiting for the, you know, after 2000. They can't call races until polls close. So they were just waiting for the polls to close. Five, four, three, two. We can now call Kentucky <laughs> for the president. That's pretty much how they... How they did it. Andy Barr, easy way of it. John Yarmouth, easy way of it, out of it. Uh, John Yarmouth, the lone Democratic member of Kentucky's congressional representation, he was being challenged by a Republican challenger, Rhonda Palazzo. And I thought maybe the pant vote might get her over the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people decided they were going to keep Yarmouth. I mean, Palazzo pants are popular, are they, they not? Are. So did she? did she invent those? Is she the inventor of the Palazzo pant, or did she just marry into the family? It's her great-great-grandmother. Thomas Massey had no trouble. Brett Guthrie had no trouble. James Comer. James Comer and Hal Rogers, well, really all of them didn't really have to leave the house, but especially Comer and Rogers. They just could sort of phone it in if they wanted to. The Republican supermajority in Kentucky gets even more super. The 7th Senate District is a pickup for the GOP. That was held by Democrat Julian Carroll, who didn't seek uh, re-election. And I know you've been wanting to know, uh, Beej, you weren't here for us, to, you weren't here for the discussion yesterday, but over in eastern Kentucky, we had a humdinger of a race for the uh, Senate, for the 29th Senate District over in eastern Kentucky. It was Johnny Ray Turner versus Johnny Turner. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Johnny won. 
Johnny won. Good. Turner, Turner Go was, Johnny. Go, Johnny. Go. Turner was the winner. Democrat Johnny Ray Turner, who had been in office since 2001, mm-hmm. has been defeated by Republican Johnny L. Turner. Johnny oh. L. won, sent Johnny R. home. Johnny L. Oh, my. Is Johnny L. the I.E. or the Y.? Um, the winner is the uh, is the Y. The I.E. was sent back. Oh, I.E. You pack your bags for your non-conventional spelling of the name Johnny. That's right, J.R. Who killed J.R.? Yes to rights for crime victims. No on longer terms for district judges. Surprised at this. Uh, Marcy's Law was a yes. And I told you that in hindsight, I think to, if I had it to do again, I would have changed my yes to a no on Marcy's Law 2.0. But I was a little bit surprised of how handily con- Constitutional Amendment 2 was defeated. It was about 60 to 40. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was not faring well. What it would do is it would extend the term of Commonwealth attorneys from six to eight years beginning in 2030 and change the terms of district court judges from four to eight years starting in 2022. All right, so in this in this era of people wanting shorter terms or term limits or a shift to that ideology, I get that part. But here's why I was so adamant about voting yes on Constitutional Amendment 2. It would require district judges to have been licensed attorneys for at least eight years beginning in 2022 because now, is it a year or two years? Two. Do you know? So you only have to be a licensed attorney for two years to become a district judge. And that's troubling to me. To me, that's like somebody becoming a grandparent before they have children. <laughs> do, I mean, do you know enough about jurisprudence? Have you been, you know, and yeah. I have some attorney friends who say, because I've, you know, I'm kind of weighing the idea of law school, and they're like, you, you know, you have to go to law school, but you won't really understand and learn until you're practicing. And I'm like, really? And they're like, oh, yeah. Right. Actual practicing is is your classroom. But you've already been a judge. So, I have so you been have, a judge. It's on your resume. There's you very few of me out that. there that get to be a grandma first. So uh, so we don't. I was going to say we can't answer this question until tomorrow because we don't know the outcome of the presidential race. But mm-hmm. I think it's the perfect time because we don't know. Mm-hmm. I will ask you, do you like how we did Election Day? Here's what I liked about it was the voter turnout was phenomenal. Yeah. And what? So I've not looked to see what our voter turnout was last election, presidential election versus this one for Grayson County. But I know our turnout is much higher than normal. I think three weeks is too long, but I do like the idea, and I attribute our higher turnout rate to having more than one day option. I agree with that. People and I and I like the way I think that I like the way that it's headed. I I don't I don't have a general distrust. For the Postal Service mailing, mm-hmm. I have con- some concerns about where it's new. Mm-hmm. You have some states that have been doing mail-in balloting for a long time and doing it well. They've been able to work out the kinks and the bugs, and that's and I think that's a model that maybe we should emulate. I do think areas where it's like, hey, guess what? Mail-in ballots this year, that's the only way. That's troubling. But I do think, I think uh, three weeks is too long. I think two weeks is even too long. I like sat- two Saturdays. The week in between Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's too much to ask in that process. So you say, well, I can only vote on Saturdays, and I'm scheduled for surgery on this Saturday. Well, good for you. We've got another Saturday. Mm-hmm. There are five work days, six work days in there, actually, and then actual election day. I think that's, I think when we when this is all sorted out in a few years, I think that's what Kentucky will look like. And it's through bipartisanship between Andy Bashir. 
and Michael Adams, the Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. They came together during a pandemic, worked it out, which is what you would hope for that governments would do is and parties would do is kind of get some get something done. Uh, also, now, if Biden is announced as the president tomorrow, I may just completely walk all this back. <laughs> no, I'm lying. No, I'll be supportive of the process. I do appreciate no, your transparency. No matter what. I, I do think having the centralized poll open in Litchfield for anyone helped bolster our numbers as well at the center on Main yesterday. Yeah. So. Got to work out some accounting issues and like – it's new. The goalposts are moving on it, so we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, I guess COVID's gone now, right? <laughs> a lot of people said COVID was going oh, away right. after election well, day. Well, like, not yet. The election's not over. Okay. It's, so, it's oh, still, so it only goes yeah. away after the announcement. Yeah. Uh, Friday the announce when the mail-in ballots are in. I guess that's why the governor mm-hmm. keeps on announcing totals, because 1,795 were announced yesterday. 111,379, 11 new deaths. Rolling positivity rate at 6.24%. Hospitalizations are up by 45 from Monday, but ICUs are down by 11 to 259. And 2.086 million tests performed. 43 COVID cases in Grayson County, a record high 89 active cases. Mm -hmm. And that is a, um, yeah. You can read about that at K105.com. I've been studying that map. I want to talk more about the positivity map tomorrow. I want to talk, and it has a little to do with Edmondson County. Mm. Edmondson County's rate super low, mm-hmm. according to that map that mm-hmm. I've been studying. Adjacent to Hart County, which is down from where it was, but see those two counties side mm-hmm. by side. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a reason for that, and mm-hmm. I think I might have stumbled onto something as far as why that might have been. Okay, all right. Something to look forward to tomorrow. <laughs> so, a little bit of a tease. And I said I wasn't – we're running extremely late, but it's the day after the election. We can do that. I want to tell you about a set of Tennessee twins. Remember two weeks ago we learned about the t- Tennessee top hat, mm-hmm. the little baby yes, who had the mullet, mullet that we love so much? All right, so it's rare to be twins. Mm-hmm. It's even rarer when they're both females and even pregnant at the same time. So what are the odds of two female twins – being pregnant at the same time and both giving birth to girls on the same day on their birthdays. Wow. Wowza. That was exactly the story for Autumn Shaw and Amber Tramontana of Knoxville, Tennessee, who welcomed their daughters on Thursday in separate rooms at the same hospital. One of them admitted that having children around the same time was part of their plan for their kids to have the same experience that they had growing up, but they didn't expect the girls to be born this close together. So they weren't induced. They It naturally know. happened. It doesn't say. That, that's I mean, the big bell for me. If you induced yourself, I'm not as yeah, interested you can, in your story. It was a planned. You, uh, yeah. you can line it up, I guess, if you. But I do love it. Yeah. Oh, but my. by the way, they have older children uh-huh. that are just 10 weeks apart from one another. Wow. I'm saying, I think that requires a little too much coordination of intimacy with your in-laws. Yeah. And that just, yeah. you all do you and we'll do us. We'll just figure it all out. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Know. Today is Easy Bake Oven 
birthday today. Oh, those were fun. I do love those. So, Until you set them on fire. When the incandescent <laughs> light bulb goes away and we have only LED lights, LED lights won't bake anything. No. So is the Easy Bake Oven gone because our light bulbs are changing? I don't, I'm asking. I don't know the answer. I, I mean, I think you can buy an Easy Bake Oven, but I'm not for sure what the cooking mechanism is. you got to kick it old school with your... With you, I mean, you, you know, just yeah. used to would use a regular like eighty watt or sixty watt light bulb oh, and yeah. put it in there and melt but the plastic. Not out. anymore. It's International Stress Awareness Day. I'm aware. I'm very, very aware. <laughs> it's Candy Day today. Oh, good stuff. For some unknown reason, what leftover Halloween candy? fifty uh, percent off. I went through the aisles yesterday. You did? Oh, yes. And it's a tradition. It is Use Your Common Sense Day today. It's mm. a superpower. I don't know if you know this or not. I'm actually going to start teaching common sense. Common seminars sense is now is a superpower, promoting the idea of making the use of knowledge and experience, which we all allegedly just be rational. And have some of us exhibit it better than others. Uh, this week's by the numbers. A statistical breakdown of life by the numbers. 81% of us admit we have faked someone else's signature. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I sign things for my husband a lot. 45% of men think scrubs or a lab coat are the sexiest job uniforms. Men think that? That's what it says. 45 oh. out of 100 men. I can kind of see that. 60% of women say they flush with their foot in a public restroom. That's all. Where's the rest of you all? You're doing it wrong. 40% 40 of men do, by the way, 60% of women. 53% of men say they do not know how to tie a tie. So just about half. My husband can, and the first time I saw him doing it was probably one of the sexiest things I've ever witnessed. I love to watch him tie a tie. I watched, man. My husband tie my dad's tie. Twenty percent of adults say they couldn't pass a written driving test if they were asked to do it today. Good news. I think it might be higher than twenty percent. Well, I, I, at least I'm just saying it's twenty percent. There's, there's more of me out there. Twenty <laughs> yeah, percent say they it. couldn't. Just 20, I just I'll admit it up front. I'm yeah, twenty percent sure are fully aware. There are many more that couldn't. Yeah. Seventeen percent of us have gone through a neighbor's garbage at night. What? It's troubling. That is troubling. What are you, raccoons? <laughs> no, you're crazy. What is wrong with you? I'm yes, but I know what like are you. Listen, I was sitting on my deck on Wallace Avenue one night when I smoked, and all of a sudden a car stopped and picked up my garbage and took it with them. And I called the cops, and the cops said to me, "Once it's curbside." It's free to anyone who wants to pick it up. It's not a crime to take someone's garbage. Yeah, because I guess it's technically in the right-of-way of the... Like, why would you want my garbage? That's disgusting. Hmm. Yeah, it was the craziest thing I'd ever witnessed. Five percent of women admit they have taken a selfie on the toilet. No. I'm just, I, I'm just I can't say that I've telling done you that. That's what, uh... Just live in fear. Fear of it getting out. Are you ready right? for... Like, would you want that on the front of Time magazine? So, election day is behind us. Is it really? The day is. Okay. The results may be not. Okay. But the day is. There's no more voting. There's not any more... Campaigning. There's not any more... I'm a fighter pilot. I was going to say, do you there's know that Amy McGrath any, was a fighter pilot? not any... Would that have changed your vote? <clears throat> there's not any... I had polio when I was a kid. 
uh, Mitch McConnell ads. There's not any of that. There's like none of that. Okay. So now it's time to have the tough conversation about Thanksgiving. Should we put our seatbelt on? Maybe. Dr. Ron Elfenbein, who's an ER physician, says one of the first questions anyone thinking about hosting a holiday gathering should ask is how many people would attend? Because that number is your baseline measurement for all your other measurements. If you if if the number is high, then do not pass go. Just yeah. right? if your number is going to be low and you can keep it, then it might open up some opportunities for you. Other factors to consider include where people are coming from and what precautions they have been taking. For instance, all your Hart County relatives need to be uninvited. <laughs> But Edmondson County is good, right? Apparently, They're if you, yellow if you right judge now. by the map, winning. if you judge by the map, are, yeah. But how are you winning? Are you guys cheating? Uh, I don't know. I think you're cheating. You think they're cheating? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know they are. Cheat. You know they're I'll cheating. tell you. You want me to tell you? Yeah. Or you want to wait until the show tomorrow? Let's do it tomorrow. Too much information today. Too much information today. Two words: mom code. All right. You the look moms are involved. You look it up. Look, there is a look. Google COVID nineteen mom code. <gasps> Tricky. <laughs> so, not only where are they coming from, but what precautions they have been taking. Mm. He also advised asking family and friends if they have been wearing masks and social distancing. What if they lie? Well, that's right. Did you brush your teeth? Well, yeah. I mean, I have. You meant yesterday, right? I mean, <laughs> earlier this month. <laughs> Once when I was three. The doctor said if family members are willing to self-isolate for two weeks prior to a gathering, that is one way to reduce the risk of spreading the virus. He also said getting tested is another precaution people can take. Now, I realize most of this is um, unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Well, let let me rephrase that. I don't think it's unreasonable. I think people won't follow it. Right. But I do think it's worthy of consideration that truly, like just when you're by yourself and when you're trying to consider the decisions that you have to make about family gatherings, you should consider the advice that is given by the medical community. And then if you want to ignore it, that's just going to be on you, right? You're going to ignore whatever you choose to ignore. I'm just saying that you probably need to be aware of what you're being encouraged to consider, and then you'll do you anyway. Listen, I counted yesterday. If my mom just has her four daughters and our families, that's 28 people. Right. And the governor says you can't be doing that. Yeah. So we've decided to just stay home with our kids. And um, I begged with people before Halloween. My mother reminded me last week that I said the decisions you make for Halloween mm-hmm. influence your Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And she also doubled down on that sentiment and said the decisions you make for Thanksgiving are mm. going to impact your Christmas. That's right. Santa may not come. And I think that there are house. a lot of people who will dig in that will say, there will be people who will say, well, you can take my Thanksgiving, but you won't take my Like, no matter what. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, Santa coming down the chimney no matter what. And I'm here to tell you that, I mean, the thanks the the Thanksgiving season, the attitude of Thanksgiving, is 
as important. Sure, absolutely. It, now, it the pumpkin pie you. is not. Right. The pumpkin but, roll is. Okay, maybe, but... Got cream cheese. We're back on the we're back in the game for Thanksgiving. Listen, I got to tell you, yesterday that Jason and I had the conversation about where we would would have Thanksgiving. Would we stay home with our eight adults family or mm-hmm. go to my mom's and have the whole thing? So I said, here's where I come down on this: is if we're going to be home, I will put out the fall decorations. If we're not, I'm going to start Christmas already. But then I've got to tell Mark what I've done. If you make the decision, we're going to mom's for Thanksgiving because Christmas is going to go up at our house early. Hmm. So. To save you, I think because of your friendship with him, he chose to stay home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, don't think that, I don't think it was COVID-driven at all. To preserve peace in the universe. Uh, it's because he didn't want the two of you to get out of step after this 30-something year thing you two have had going on. So, yeah, you well, have him to thank. He also sees the way that Dennis Cook has been in my crosshairs. Yeah, no, he and, didn't want to be in that. No. Like, no, I'm staying out of. I'm staying out from in front of that bazooka Listen, gun. and even... If the election doesn't go your way, he's like, I'm not getting marks. No, I'm staying in my lane. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, really? And uh, a company is offering $9,000 for someone to browse the Internet for two weeks. Mm-mm, no. Somebody owes me money. Right. <laughs> like, I am with school. I'm so brain dead and sick of the Internet. I can scream. If browsing the Internet for two money. weeks gets you $9,000. Somebody owes me some jack. Somewhere. You really like I'm at forty eight thousand <laughs> right now, just this week. I wanna be a millionaire. Right. We gotta get to a break. We'll come back. We're gonna play you pick trivia coming up here on In the Know. Trying to blend in with the ice will cover up their noses. You know, their noses are black. Yeah. Will cover up their black noses with their paws. That's so smart. <laughs> so they're camouflaging themselves because right? they know their noses are giving their uh, their position away. Yeah, I did that all through until I got about nineteen and got over my nose being so big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's uh, it's you know kind of uh, yeah. kind of uh, interesting. So. Hmm. Uh, oh, what are we going to do? We're going to play You Pick Trivia today. Okay. We uh, are trying to keep our noggins uh, working. Yeah, trying no to keep luck. them, trying to keep them fresh. Muddy water up here yeah. in 2020. Kind of, uh, <laughs> a little murky. Now, I will say that as we get closer over the next few weeks, mm-hmm. we are going to be giving away butterball turkeys for the holiday season. We've worked it out. Even COVID can't hold us down. That's right. On that, so we're going to going to pull out all the stops. But, Misty, you don't even really like turkey, so you're happy to give yours away. Sure. Well, I can have mine. I like smoked turkey. It's good. Smoked turkey? Mm-hmm. Turkey jerky? All right, you all ready? You can play along in the comment section if you'd like. You can yell at your radio if you know yeah, the answer, or you? You, can, uh, let, you can write it down at your desk, whatever you, you might like to do. Here's a round of You Pick Trivia, and these are opening lines from classic 80s songs. Oh, okay. I this think is going to be fun. Do, I would yes. think that you all would do very, very well. Yeah, opening lines, it's going to be tricky. 
I need to hear the guitar riff more than I need the opening line. Oh, so you're actually going to play it? Yes. Maybe. I might. Okay. 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 I don't know. Okay. 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 All right. So here, here, here it is, the opening line. Okay. You pick trivia number one. She's got eyes of the bluest skies. She's got eyes of the bluest skies. Can I just well, I'm just gonna let I'm gonna let you all make notes, and then I'm gonna give multiple choices because there are some people in our audience that don't know the '80s, so I'm gonna give them multiple choice. No, if you don't know the '80s, you can't play. You can't oh. live in America is what I meant to say. Oh no! Right, go ahead. In a, in a Joe Biden world, everybody. Come on now. The world's big enough for everybody, unless you disagree. A, is it REO Speedwagon, Can't Fight This Feeling? Is it B, Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine? Is it C, George Michael, Careless Whisper? Or is it D, Kim Carnes, Betty Davis Eyes? Ooh, you tripped me up there because uh-huh. I first I felt it wrote too. down one of those, and then uh, I'm changing my answer, Clark. Is it A, B, C, or D? Ario Speedwagon, Guns N' Roses, uh, George Michael, or Kim Carnes? She's got eyes of the bluest skies. Uh, did you all write down the same thing? I think so. We started to. I mean, yes. No. Yeah. 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 Ultimately. Yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, okay. Beach, which one do you say it is? B. You said it's B. You say it's Guns N' Roses. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Misty, what do you say? Guns N' Roses. Misty, what did you have before? I had Betty was... Davis eyes before you gave us choices. Let's see. Well, I could hear the whole. Yes. Okay. I got it. Yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's B. So it is. It is definitely B. It is. It is. Final answer. Help poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see. Guys, it'll it'll come later. It's not actually an opening line. Yeah, that wasn't an opening line. So I'm part right and part wrong. <laughs> is that what it is? We need to hear Betty Davis eyes right. now. What's Are the you, opening line to you? Uh, she's got a heart of gold. Oh, you're no, right. Sir. No, something yeah. close to that. Hair, hair. All right. She's got a every. You pick trivia number two. Every now and then, I get a little bit lonely. Every now and oh, then I, I get a little one. bit lonely. Is it Berlin? Take my breath away. Journey faithfully. Bonnie Tyler, totally clips of the heart. Mm-hmm. Or Whitney mm-hmm. Houston, I want to dance with somebody. Berlin, take my breath away. Journey faithfully. Bonnie Tyler, totally clips of the heart. Or Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody. It's every now and then I get a little bit lonely. I'm going to let that simmer for a minute. I got this one right, right off the bat. Yeah, you did. I'm back in the game. I was still seeing it through in my head to get to the title. All right, Misty, what do you say it is? Total Eclipse of the Heart. All right, Beach, what do you say it is? I agree. Total, total Eclipse of the Heart. That's right. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely. All right. Now you ready for you pick trivia number... Number C. Yeah, I'm ready. It's number C. It's not letter C. Number it's number C. It's number, number C. Number C. All right. Uh, the, <laughs> it is a Joe Biden world. The lyric is, and this is the opening line, uh, well, my friends, the time has come. Well, my friends, the time has come. Is it Bon Jovi living on a prayer? Is it Aha, take on me? Is it Lionel Richie's all night long? Or Kenny Rogers, coward of the county? Well, my friends, the time has come. Is it Bon Jovi living on a prayer? Aha, take on me. 
Lionel Richie, All Night Long, or Kenny Rogers, Coward of the County? I don't know this one. Nor do I, and I'm ashamed. But I don't... None of those were favorites of mine. Like, none of those are on my iPod. (laughs) Well, my friends, the time has come. Okay, I'm going to... A, B, C, or D? Um, I'm just going to guess. What'd you guess? Well, I can't tell you. I mean, I, I can show you. All right, now's the time for you to guess. What is your okay. guess? Okay, I'm going to guess Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer. Okay, Beach, what did you guess? I guessed B. You guessed D, Coward mm-hmm. of the County? Yeah. Uh, is there a reason you guessed Coward of the County? Uh, I don't know. Well, my friends, mm-hmm. I mean. It's time to take him down. Like, yeah, hard to say. Oh, see, this is why I don't know oh. it. I don't like this Lionel Richie song. But see, I do. Raise the roof one? and have some fun. Yeah. I love yeah. my Go away, away. Not this song. There's work to be done. What are you, Jamaican today? Yes. <laughs> You're making That's me crazy. Music. Play on, play on. Lionel Richie is the answer. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. Lose yourself in wild romance. We're going to party, corrupt, fiesta, forever. Come on and sing along. Can I stay with you a while? Cause this road's been putting miles on my heart. Sweetheart, I've been living in a fantasy. But one day that MB's point of ponder for today. It's more like uh, MB's point of expression. Okay. I wasn't right. pondering so much this morning. I was, because I'm, I'm pondering what everybody else is pondering. Sure. Okay. Who, who won? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I have a point point to express okay i don't use instagram okay but i feel somewhat left out so my point of expression for today is uh, i don't use instagram so i want you to know i had cheerios and a v8 for breakfast no sweetener skim milk okay very good isn't that what it's for i'm trained to to see the photography oh i see Okay. Pictures are worth a thousand words. Your description. Nah, like you don't want to see me eating a bowl of Cheerios. I'm just saying, if everybody, if everyone needs to know what you had for breakfast and such, I don't, I don't want to be part of the left behind group. Yeah. No. So you're confused. So Instagram is for the photo. TikTok is where you show us you eating. Oh, okay. The cereal. Like I got gotcha. you. And then you put it on loop, so it looks like you eat all the time infinitely. That's if you make it a GIF, it will put uh-huh. it on a loop for you. Dennis Cook. There's some things about my life that are clear that Dennis. <laughs> Cook has not been part of. <laughs> yeah, Dennis. <laughs> Thank you, Dennis, for filling in for he, me. <laughs> he, by the way, he wouldn't make fun if he knew the significance of V8. In your life or in general? In my life, on why I drink V8. Okay, I was going to say, because I've never had a V8. Could be why I'm, I lean to the left. Have you ever Have you ever knocked yourself in the head with the palm of your hand? <laughs> no, but a lot of cabinet doors. <laughs> I walk into a lot of cabinet doors. <laughs> the Amazing Race is on CBS tonight. Mm-hmm. The Masked Singer is on Fox, and on NBC, the season twelve finale of American Ninja Warrior. 
And yes, there is a wasp yes. in our studio. No, Mark. So if you see us, yeah, looking crazy There's on camera, a, it's we're a, looking for the wasp. It's one, a murder one, hornet. One of you is doing very well ignoring it, and but, one of you is not doing very I've well ignoring it. But I've been stung by one this past season, and I look like I had a club foot. So, no, I, I'm, I'm I think I'm the I'm one not doing well because I'm the one that found a snake on her desk last week. I'm the one who's defenseless. <laughs> it's obviously the critters are coming to take me out. They're targeting me. Mm-hmm. I think okay. you're right. But here's the scary part. We don't know where it went. Today's highlight in history, this date in 2008, Barack Obama was elected the first black president of the United States, defeating Republican John McCain. In 1842, Abraham Lincoln married Mary Todd in Springfield, Illinois. So it's the Lincoln's anniversary. I didn't oh, know that. Oh, happy anniversary. In 1916, CBS newsman Walter Cronkite was born in St. Joseph, Missouri. In 1980, Ronald Reagan won the White House as he defeated President Jimmy Carter by a strong margin. President Reagan opened his presidential library in Simi Valley, California, this date in 1991. I'm going there. It's on my bucket list, by the way. Uh, 2001, NBC's The West Wing took eight honors at the twice-delayed Emmy Awards. Birthdays. Loretta Swit is 83 today. Who? Loretta Swit. She played Hot Lips Hulahan on MASH. <gasps> oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, former First Lady Laura Bush is 74 today. Kathy Griffin is 60. Ralph Macchio is 59 today. Danielson is What's 59 today? today. Jeff Probst, the Survivor host, is 59 today. Maddie McConaughey is 51 today. All right. All right. I don't know who that is. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, there's a Maddie. Oh, I yeah. Okay. okay. I was like, is that? Yeah. I, I heard thought we were on a close enough... I have a Maddie in my life, so I go female. Puff Daddy is 51 today. P. Diddy? Puff Daddy? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did he ever turn into a symbol? Because I think that's the next one for him. He took Prince's symbol since Prince vacated it. Mm. 1879, Will Rogers was born. It was a good symbol. It was a good symbol. In 1918, Art Carney was born from the Honeymooners. Mm -hmm. Doris Roberts was born in the state in 1925. Doris Roberts, of course, the mother of... Uh, Ray Romano on mm-hmm. Everybody Loves yes. Raymond. But maybe perhaps <laughs> more importantly, the mother of um, Clark Griswold, right? Is she the mom? Yes. She is. Yes, you're right. She yeah. is. Yeah. A little bit thinner, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But she's his, his mom because her mom is the more slender one, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 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 Doris Roberts. Totally forgot that. Is that right? I think it's right. She's in the cast. I've she's in a, that famous scene. No, she's in that. I can't remember if she's Clark's mom or because she's not Aunt Bethany. Mm-hmm. So no, clearly no. we know who Aunt Ow. Bethany is. Mm-hmm. The only two other older women there has to be Ellen's mom or Clark's mom. Mm-hmm. I really think she's Clark's mom, but we'll figure it out. All right. Where are our chart toppers for today? We are late today. 1954, Smile, Nat King Cole was a merry old soul. This is number one. You're so close. Smile even though it's breaking. I keep waiting for Michael Bublé to take over know, and get right? into the downbeat. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Bublé, where are you? <laughs> Save it. Let's go to 1963. The Village Stompers. And the song is Washington Square. Okay. 
I told you my parents went to a toy museum mm-hmm. last week mm-hmm. and uh, week before last, and they told me there were no stompers in the toy museum. And I said, then it's not a bona fide toy museum. No, it's not. If there are no stompers in it. No, they're not. It didn't take a lot to get to number one in the 60s. I think you just had to be the only one. They must have been the only song out there. Eliminate the competition. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's all in life. (laughs) 1972 was the year. 1972 was the year. Johnny Nash. So did you figure it out? Dennis says Clark's mom had the mole. Okay. But he's he's disagreeing that it's not Clark's mom. But what I'm reading is that she is. She's with Uncle Lewis. Aunt Bethany. Are they together? Do they travel together? Of Aunt Bethany's jello mold? I just remember the rat cat coming in with Aunt Bethany. Yeah, this may, we, I don't know. We have to revisit this tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we got presidential politics to follow. Uh, also, <laughs> oh, yeah. Private Eyes, Hollow Notes, number one in 81, Vanilla Ice, Ice Baby in 90, mm. Mambo number five in 99. Sorry, you're missing all these one hit wonders. Katy Perry, Hot and Cold in 08, and Post Malone, Rockstar, three years ago today. Mm. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Says, loving yourself isn't vanity, it's sanity. Loving yourself isn't vanity, it's sanity. And peace, pearl of wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B, I'm MB, 